Every believer has a different call, but the same universal purpose. So whether you've been called to motherhood, working outside of the home, working at home, ministry, these are calls that God places on one's life, and they're not to be confused with your purpose. And we do that. We confuse the two. So we have to ask ourselves, what am I believing about my purpose? Am I confusing those two? And that belief that I have, does that line up with the truth of God's word? Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith inspired to tackle every area of life career, faith, motherhood, loss, fitness, fashion, health, and more. Girl, we're going to meet you right where you're at, right where you need it, keeping you one step ahead of the devil, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Come on, girl, let's get it. Seasons of transition can be exciting and challenging. Our response in the difficult seasons of transition can often be one to push through and not look back until we arrive at our next destination. Yet, if we bulldoze through, we miss the beauty in the season and our opportunity to dive into areas God is calling us to. Misty McFadden notes change all too well through personal experience and as a Christian life coach. She has come up against many challenges, including navigating a broken marriage, experiencing trauma, being called to homeschool as a stay-at-home mom, and entering full-time ministry. Through it all, she has clung to Christ and allowed the truth that drives her to only be what is found in the Bible. She is passionate about discipling at a high level, teaching biblical truth, and helping women identify the things that are keeping them from experiencing the fullness and peace of Christ. So settle in and join Misty and me as we talk about how to navigate the challenging seasons of transition through evaluating, reflecting, and identifying the root cause of your emotions and how you can view them with a different lens that brings peace and freedom. Hey, Misty, welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast. Hey, super excited to be here. Good, good. So glad to have you on. So let's dive into it. You know, as I said in your intro, from personal experience and as a Christian life coach, you are very familiar with navigating seasons of transition. And you know all too well the seasons of transition are super, super tough. Um, And I personally don't particularly like change, and I don't think human beings really like change very much, but it's all around us. It's in our day-to-day. I mean, as we were talking before, we are constantly changing. We're constantly in these seasons of transition. And in our busy world, we usually don't take time to pause and acknowledge the seasons that we're in. So just jumping right in, when you recognize you're moving into a season or in a new season that you don't like particularly love and enjoy, which can happen often. (laughs) What are the first steps you should take to really stop and pause and just things to consider? I think there are a few things. Um, And you mentioned like just the challenge of being a mom um, and really stopping to create that space. And I think that's like number one for me is to stop long enough to listen. 
to really listen to what's going on and ask yourself, um, like, why am I responding this way? How am I responding? What is going on? You know, we're, we're so busy taking care of everybody else that we, we tend to try to just push through that transition instead of stopping long enough to really navigate it with grace and see what God has for us in the midst of that transition. And so personally, you know, and we've talked about this, just adding a kid to the mix, going from homeschooling to public school. Like I've done so many things. It's almost like every other week we have some form of transition. And so I find that it's really important to stop, to stop yourself, to create space. If that means scheduling, you know, waking up five minutes earlier, it doesn't take a lot of time. We're limited with time. And so um, we have to remember that God can use whatever we are willing to offer him. And so I love to think of it as um, we, you know, the loaves and the fishes. We offer the Lord what we have the limited amount of resources that we have as moms. And we offer that up to him and we trust him to do what he does. And I fully believe that he desires us to see what he wants us to see in the midst of that transition. And what will we miss if we don't do that? What might God have for us in that wrestling? And oftentimes it can be like a wilderness season, like you're waiting, but... We know, like from God's word, all throughout the wilderness, God was the children of Israel's provision. And so he desires to be our provision through that as well. But we have to stop and listen and quit trying to resist the emotions that come along with that and push down human aspects like emotions and feelings. And just, you know, a lot of that comes up especially if it's a really hard season and we numb those out. We forget that God created feelings. He created emotions. They're indicators to something that's that I feel that he wants to, to do in us. And so to stop and listen to what's going on and really ask yourself intentional questions and check in with yourself is, I would say, probably the first thing that you should do. And I think once you do that, that can give you information going forward on how to navigate that in a God-honoring way. Awesome. Awesome. And I do agree with you. Like for me, when I have those seasons that I'm in, I just feel kind of like I'm in a pit. I want to run. I want to get out of them. I'm always looking for the next thing. And the thing that's coming to my top of mind is it's usually in the career area. And um, I think a lot of my friends feel this way too, is, you know, if they're women in their career, they just want to, you know, I think the world just is like to the next level. What's the next title? What's the next thing? Like you're always working on the next goal. And when you're in like a job that you don't enjoy, you know, instead of sitting there sulking the whole time, really do this kind of work of acknowledging your feelings um, and then kind of like working through them. And then on the opposite end of that, where I just like ignore the feelings and I just kind of like go with it and I just like forget about them and I just push through and I try to make my own plan like both of those so you were just totally speaking to to me there because that is I've in seasons of transition I think just are tough for everybody and and they're tough for me too I think they're tough for type a people because they just want to get to that next 
phase, um, but there's so much learning and growing to do within that. I've read a few of your things and you talk about, you know, during this season, there can be a lot of disconnect. So disconnect from God and just disconnect in different areas. Can you walk through, you know, what the things to consider or those different areas of disconnect and like how to evaluate and reflect on those areas? Yeah. So I find, especially with seasons of transition, there are three very um, specific areas that we wrestle in as women. And obviously this can go quite deep. And so in client work, we pinpoint specific issues or situations or circumstances that there's a challenge in. And then we navigate that specific circumstance. So we're, we're going to talk about like a transition season and the three, the three common areas I see where my clients wrestle. And those are purpose, perspective, and provision. And I'll unpack those a little bit. You mentioned career or you know, a call to ministry, a call to the workplace, a call home, whatever that may be, we often wrestle with our purpose in life as women, whether we have permission to do this or to not do this. And I feel like we can fall into a lot of fear because we feel like our families are going to suffer if we go one way or the other. And we forget that we're not that powerful <laughs> to ruin our own lives. Like God has his hand on us on such a great level <laughs> that we tend to get hyper-focused on little decisions, what, what are big decisions to us, but in the grand scheme of things, they're not as big of a deal as we make them to be. And so from a biblical perspective, according to God's word, the biblical doctrine of purpose is very specific, and it's universal for believers everywhere. And so our purpose as Christians is to know God, to glorify God. And I always get teary-eyed because to glorify Him, to enjoy Him. And we forget to enjoy Him. And I was thinking about this this morning. In the midst of everything that we're going through, we forget that our greatest purpose is to know Him and to enjoy Him and to love Him. And when we do those things, then and only then are we satisfied. So the reason I unpack that a little bit, and I have some verses in reference to that doctrine um, for your listeners, and it's Psalm 1611, Genesis 126, and 1 Peter 411, because that's a doctrinal truth. And we often confuse that our purpose with a call that God has placed on our life. And they're two completely different things. And so we have to ask ourselves if this transition season that we're walking through, can that serve in our purpose? If those things are our purpose to know God, to glorify Him, and to enjoy Him, if that's our purpose, is what we're going through able to serve that purpose? Why or why not? What are we making this to mean? And the difference between a purpose and a call, and I'll touch a little bit on that because that is like one of the biggest things I see and I deal with on a daily basis. So these aren't things that I just walk clients through. These are things that I have to self-coach through on a daily basis because we so often get it wrong. <laughs> Every believer has a different call 
but the same universal purpose. So whether you've been called to motherhood, working outside of the home, working at home, ministry, these are calls that God places on one's life, and they're not to be confused with your purpose. And we do that. We confuse the two. So we have to ask ourselves, what am I believing about my purpose? Am I confusing those two? And that belief that I have, does that line up with the truth of God's word? And then my favorite question, why? Why or why not? When you're creating that space to navigate these things, that is the greatest question you can ask yourself is why? Why am I responding this way? What's going on? And why? Am I, you know, fearful? Am I? You have to ask yourself what your motives are. It's so easy to, like we said, just push on and numb those out because we don't have time or we don't want to deal with it or we just want to know what's next. But a lot of times our response or our reaction to this will actually be a root of something in us that God wants to work out. A lot of times, it is uh, rooted in fear or not trusting the Lord and whatever he's called you to. But unless you stop and you wrestle with the Lord on these things and allow him to reveal that to you, it's not going to happen. And you're just going to continue to circle these things (laughs) season after season. And it gets easier each time and you'll never have it all figured out. But you'll have tools in your in your toolbox to kind of say, oh, wait, been here, so that when I fall down, I don't lay there as long. I get back up. <laughs> you know, when you fall into that pit, you don't stay there and decorate it. You say, okay, like, this has purpose, and you do whatever you've got to do, and you move on. Trusting the Lord along the way and wrestling along the way, I think asking yourself, yeah, what's going on in your heart and what's going on in your mind with regard to that and why? I love that. I really do. And I had never heard it put that way. And maybe that's just me, but you know, we're all, we're all learning and growing here. So safe space, but (laughs) you know, cause you said like purpose is thrown around quite a bit. And as you're saying this, I'm like, wow, I've been using purpose wrong as well. And just the way that you put it, that, you know, we have that universal purpose of just really to know God and glorify God and enjoy him. And then we have different callings where our callings are, you know, our career or our motherhood or whatever it may be. And I really like how you said it that way and clarified purpose because it takes us out of the equation, which is just so, um, I don't know. There's a sense of freedom in that for me where, you know, what is my purpose? What is the purpose? Or trying to find the purpose in the situation. Like, how is this, I guess for me, I'm like, how is this going to benefit me or what benefit the plan of my life instead of putting a different lens on it and really focusing on like, how does this circumstance, the season that I'm in, the season of transition, how is that benefiting the Lord? How can I glorify him in this season of transition? Like what can be my testimony in this? How can I find joy with him in a season? Because I mean, I tell you, it is so beautiful when you can have a tough season, yet you can still find every day, moment by moment, things to be thankful for and be grateful for and that connect you to God. And it just has, you know, you have just so much more appreciation for what he does. And so, yeah, I just really like that. 
I love that you said that because that kind of, I had mentioned there was three areas. The second area is perspective, and that's exactly what you're talking about. It's focusing our perspective on who God is in this season versus who I am, who I'm not, what is just so, you know, whether things are the way that we want them to be, but really just choosing to take that focus upward and change your perspective. Are we making God smaller in this season? Choosing to focus on attributes, like his attributes, who he is, is he faithful, he's good, he's trustworthy, and really identifying which of those we can cling to in this season as we wait, you know, actionably waiting, not just becoming ineffective, but waiting with purpose and just adjusting our vision. Because God sovereignly allows our seasons and our circumstances. And the second part of that is who we are. Tying our identity in with our circumstances. And you mentioned that. I know like when we were called from homeschooling to put our kids in public school, I struggled. I was like, but I'm a homeschool mom. And I really had to separate, which is funny because I never, ever, ever wanted to homeschool. (laughs) So, you know, God calls you to things and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Um, or what he called me into ministry or out of ministry. And a lot of the wrestling is because I have wrongly tied my identity to that thing. And so if it's something I can't let go of, or if he took it away tomorrow, I would really be broken. I may be tying my identity to that a little bit too much. And so what am I believing about my identity in this season? Um, What are your expectations? That's Almost always, universally, we have expectations. And when they're not met, we find ourselves like flailing about aimlessly. (laughs) And, you know, asking yourself, where might my perspective be a bit off with regard to who God is and who I am? And then, you know, allowing Him to be our provision in the midst of that. And that's the third one. Provision is just. Believing that he's already given us everything we need to accomplish what he's called us to, whether that's, you know, skills as, you know, a mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, Lord, what were you thinking? I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> or a business owner. <laughs> yes. He'll equip you or being a business owner in the midst of motherhood. I'm like, this is insane, <laughs> you know, um, but he's been faithful. Like, and so it's. It's really asking yourself, what am I believing about God? What am I believing about his provision? What am I believing about my purpose? And asking yourself really intentional questions like why? Why am I responding this way? What's going on? So that you can get to the root of what you're believing about him. Mm. Those are really good. And as you're saying through all of that, it just is really hitting home because I do believe I'm in a season of transition. As we were talking before, it's like, well, are we ever not in a season of transition? We're just transitioning from one season to the next. But for for my life right now, you know, I'm I'm just navigating being a basically part time stay at home mom, and then doing faith and gather and trying to figure that all out, and trying to figure it all out in terms of with sick 
you know, when a kid gets sick or I have to cancel things, Misty and I actually had to cancel the first recording of this podcast because something in life came up and just navigating that. And, you know, I, at the beginning of the week, I look at my to-do list and mind you, these are the plans that I create for myself, but the to-do list of like what I need to get done to really drive the needle for Faith and Gather. And it's amazing how I think I can't do it. And then by spending time with him and kind of giving it up to him, either things just miraculously get done or the things that don't get done just don't really matter. And so he provides me, you know, that provision of time and strength and really energy because mm-hmm. I think as moms and business owners, as we both are, we need that. Actually, Misty was up at two this morning and I was up at three. So we're, we're in it to win it right now, but God's oh, giving yeah. us strength to get through it. And He'll do that. And so, yeah, just the seasons of transition. And and I'm just thinking, you know, I'm sitting at a desk right now where I, I look at my room and literally there are, I'm going to be sponsoring an event and I have to put all the things for my sponsorship of the event and the table on my podcast recording table. And so every podcast that I record, I have to schlep all these things off of the table and then re-put <laughs> them on. So right now my room is just like trashed at the bottom of my feet because there's all this stuff on the floor and, you know, we're sharing our room with our baby and we have this tiny little room. Mm-hmm. And as I was sitting down in my chair, I just thought of that verse, like, don't despise small beginnings. And, you know, like one day I'll look back on all of this, but, you know, it's just those seasons of transition and then like you know I could look at it in that way of like my dirty room and things all over and it's too small and all that or I could just say like thank you Lord for providing me the time and opportunity to spend with Misty um you know giving me the provision of this crazy amount of energy that I shouldn't have right now after being up (laughs) at three in the morning you know like things like that and then finding you know that purpose to enjoy him in this season and and find those little things so yeah really like how you put that because it's it's real. These seasons are, they are hard. You know, they are, they are real hard. Yeah. And I think we're so hard on ourselves. Like, I think that's the beauty of what COVID has done to our world is we've been forced to be a little more transparent. Like life happens and we've had the opportunity to see how people live their life. And it's given so many people so much freedom to say, my bed is a mess, you know, like on the way home from dropping my son off, you know, I was like thinking through these things and I'm like having to self-coach myself. Like, why am I so anxious this morning? Oh, it's because I'm forgetting these things, you know? And so that's the beauty of like God's word is it is everything we need to navigate all of life. And so we have to do that. We have to clear through the clutter in our, in our mind. Um, and that's, what I help women do all the time. And so I'm like, oh, wait, I have to do it to myself. (laughs) You know, we're not, we're human. So yeah, that's just part of it. (laughs) Yep. Oh yeah. And we've always got a million things going on in our head for sure. So how do we identify those areas of disconnect beyond some of the questions that you have said? Do you have examples that you've had in your own life? Yeah, I really encourage women to try to Learn to be more reflective, whether that's journaling, writing, and really just focus on getting the things that are in their mind out because it starts here in our head. And so indicators, like I mentioned before, are feelings and emotions. If there's something off, there's a reason. And it could be anatomical, like you could need to take better care of 
the body God gave you and value what God values and, you know, carve out some time, you know, to drink some more water or (laughs) whatever that may be. But if you don't listen, like we talked about before, stop to listen, listen to the thoughts in your head. Thoughts are often like complete sentences. And usually we're not even aware of them. So just becoming aware and listening to what those are and writing them down helps you to, as the word says, to take them captive. Like we have to know what's going on to take those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ and write them down. Because if you're anything like me from one moment to the next, I'm not going to remember anything. But you need to know that that thought is driving you. That thought is stemming from a belief that you're operating from and it's driving you. So you need to know what those are. If you don't, you're just going to continue to do the things that are getting you the results that you don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you have to stop that record, that automation, and just listen. Like, don't don't judge it. Just listen to what's going on. Listen to those thoughts. And usually it's tied to whatever circumstances. So that's kind of how you can identify what those areas of disconnect are. And if you've been a believer for any amount of time, the Holy Spirit will bring a verse to mind that is either counter to whatever that thought is because it doesn't line up with God's word. Or you can take that and say, okay, Lord, like, can you show me, show me what, what's going on? Can you reveal to me that area of disconnect? What's going on? Like God is faithful to reveal himself to us. He desires us to walk in his fullness and he desires a relationship with us. And so when we can bring those hard things, and I always tell my clients, like, don't be afraid to fall apart emotionally. So so often we're just, we got to move on and we don't want our kids to see us a certain way or we don't have time to just really feel. <laughs> we have to go there sometimes. We have to allow ourselves to feel those hurts and those stressors. Because when we do that, we process them. And when we're in the middle of the mess, we realize when we're laying there that God's right there with us. And we realize that everything about who He is and who He says He is, is absolutely true even then. He desires to show us that disconnect. He desires to show us where He wants to meet our needs instead of us trying to figure them out on our own. And so I encourage you to like go to the Lord with those things once you can identify some thought patterns in your life and make it a practice because I guarantee these are not just once off thoughts. They've probably been driving you for 20, 30 plus years and you didn't even know it. And so identifying what those are and then you can use God's word to combat those because... They could be a lie of the enemy. They could be a lie about your identity in Christ. And so when you've recognized those, and we live in an amazing era where we can go to Google and say, what does the Bible say about fear? What is, you know, like we can Google these things and figure out what does scripture say? And once you know that, you get to choose going forward if you're going to believe the lies in your own mind or if you're going to choose to believe the truth of God's word. And there's freedom in that. Yeah. I like how you said uh, it's a choice, though. It is. You know, so we can do all these things, 
And it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. No, not at all. And so, you know, it's the the act of choosing. So do the action of doing this work, you know, really digging in and just identifying and reflecting and, and all of that. But making the choice then, if you've done all of that, making the choice to really hold on to God's truth and move forward um, and view the transition as, you know, that, that like going back to the time to enjoy him, the purpose, you know, looking back on that and identifying that, like who you are in him and understanding that and having that freedom, as you said, that, because we're all looking, I think that's, we're all looking for that freedom. We're all looking for that peace. And that's what we're all, that's that missing part that we won't know until we're with Jesus one day. And um, this is our way to be able to understand that a little better and get closer to him as we can, you know, here while we're on this earth. And that's exactly what brought me to this line of work is I was at a season where I had been walking with the Lord for 15 years and was like, okay, Lord, all of this that I read about, this peace and this freedom in Christ, everything about God's word, I don't see it. Like, I don't feel it. I wrestled with the Lord. I had an all-out faith crisis. And thankfully, I had a coach that I was working with and realized, like, it's okay to wrestle. It's okay to doubt and to have fear but it's not okay to stay there. So when we're there, we have to press into God and we have to choose Him and His Word and His truth even in the midst of that wrestling. Because when we come out on the other side, He's going to prove faithful. And so that that was true for me. And so I feel like if you've walked with the Lord for any amount of time, you're going to go through those things. You're going to deconstruct everything you've ever believed, but God's going to meet you there and he's going to allow you to rebuild that on that true foundation instead of everything that you've been told to believe all of your life. And it's really a beautiful, hard time but God uses it and he meets you there. And it's so concrete. It is. You know, rather than just believing what people had told you, Mm -hmm. um, even though you do believe it yourself, it's just more of a concrete foundation because you had already questioned it. You already have kind of hit that rock bottom, so to speak. And he's, he's showing you, you know, really where his love and where the pre the freedom and where the peace is at. And that's just, that's amazing. You know, yeah, fantastic. Okay, so now that you've really reflected and you've identified and you've evaluated like those areas, how do you move forward? So how do you really just like take those steps to move forward? So once you've kind of had that come to Jesus moment and you are, (laughs) you've got it all written down, you have all Mm -hmm. those emotions down, like you know where it's at, but now you're just kind of like stuck. How do you move forward with it? This is the hard part because I think we we think that like once we figure this out, then there's a thing we can do to move forward. <laughs> but this is a lot of times where patience comes in. And we have to remember that God is the one doing the work. The Holy Spirit does the work. We can't force it. The timing is not ours. All of those things. And so... That's where yielding and trusting 
come in and obeying, like obeying the word, continuing to do what he's called you to do faithfully and in a God-honoring way, even though it feels like everything else is falling apart or there's disconnect. A lot of times it's asking yourself, what can I do? What can I do in this season? What do I know that I know that I know that God has called me to? If you're a mom, that's probably enough to keep you busy, <laughs> you know, twenty four seven. Yes, and so and and just really, like you said earlier, looking for moments of gratitude and what can I focus on? What has God done? How has God continued to show up even though I don't feel Him, even though I don't see Him working in this? even though, you know, it doesn't look the way I want it to or thought it should or thought it could, what can I do? What can I focus on? How can I love my family better or in different ways? It's really going back to that. What what has God called me to? And I don't know about you, but I've struggled with depression and anxiety all of my life. And in those times... A lot of times for me, when I was feeling those, uh, feeling really down, those things, I had to go back to like, well, why? What's going on? I wasn't even taking care of my basic responsibilities as a mother and as a wife. And that was my call first Mm -hmm. before anything else. I had to deal with that. And a lot of times, one of the things you have to do, if God is revealing something in your life that is sin, that um, you have chosen to, to pursue something outside of what He wants you to do, then praise God, we have an opportunity to make that right. Like Jesus mm-hmm. did His work on the cross so that we can come and say, okay, Lord, I messed it up again. I'm trying to do this in my own strength. Like, please forgive me. You know, we have that opportunity. And so try to look at these things as opportunities for growth. And so asking what can I do and what opportunity is the Lord giving me either to uproot something in my life that is not honoring for Him or an opportunity to love and serve others and trying to just shift those things things to looking at them as opportunities instead of obstacles a lot of the time or overwhelm. Yeah. And from, you know, from your biblical perspective, that's so good. But in my mind, it goes straight to being an entrepreneur as well. Like, you know, as you know, you're always like you hit these obstacles and you have to find a solution. You know, you can't look at what can't I do. You have to look, like you said, as like, what can I do? Because that happens all the time. You have little resources, you know, something goes wrong, you know, like all these things kind of come at you. And, you know, you have to think of like, you know, what are those things that I can do? And then like, where is a new opportunity within this? And I've always had that lens in my business world, in my career world, but now applying that in a faith way is just so refreshing to be able to do that as well. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of being a believer called to business is we are not operating in the worldly kingdom. We're we're still operating in God's kingdom, mm-hmm. even though we're in business. And so His favor is on us in the marketplace. 
And we get to, like, I've watched him do some amazing things. Like, even just connecting with you, everything over the last several months that the Lord has brought into my world, in my business world, in my practice as a life coach, he has done it. Mm. Like, I've had just random people get in contact with me for coaching. I'm (laughs) teaching in a wives' conference in a couple of weeks. That was not even... A plan. Like it just dropped into my lap and I was like, okay, Lord, like this isn't going to happen. But I threw in an (laughs) application really quick and he went before me and praise God, I was one of 40 that was accepted. But I was like, okay, now what? You know, like we do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I'm teaching the exact same thing that I'm talking to you about, like seasons of transition. I just threw together a quick outline because I didn't, you don't know what God's calling you to mm-hmm. in, in a conference like that. Like, yeah. You know, you go to those places like, I'm not qualified for this, you know, and the enemy wants to distract you. But if you're faithful to continue moving forward, like we're called to take action, like faith is an action word. Just keep moving. I always think of like finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. And his hand is on it. And if it's not, you'll know, you know, because you're trying yep. to force something that doesn't work. So yep. um, I think that's the beauty of being a believer in business is I'm like, I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> like, I'm just faithful to show up. The hot mess that I am. <laughs> and... <laughs> He does it because I have nothing to give. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, in business and just in life, when you do these steps that we talked about, like he will show up just like he showed up for you for the conference. And like even this past couple of weeks, he showed up for me, like getting some like free PR that like I didn't even seek out that like came to me in my email box. And I was like, what? You know, and it was just right. by me being faithful and being obedient and following his lead and like continuing to like you know, go through this process that we've been talking about, like he will do things for you on the background there. Um, whatever it is, you know, non-business related, we have so many listeners that, you know, are happy with whatever they're doing in their life. And, but, you know, just going, going back to, you know, creating that, you know, what can you do in the season and then creating that thought of like, what is the opportunity that I can do right now? What's that new opportunity is just, those are good, good questions. So thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Before we wrap up here, I want to give you a chance to really um, let the listeners know where they can find you on social. If you have any awesome freebies that they can use, because this was fantastic information, Um, let them know how they can maybe do one-on-one coaching with you, whatever it may be. So I try to be active on social. You know, I am not the best at that. Um, <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at Misty D McFadden. I'm also on TikTok. So I've been messing around there and it's, it's fun with the same username. And then on the web at MistyMcFadden.com. So those are like how you can find me. But I do have, I'm all about like actionable tools and tips to really be strategic in growing in Christ and using a lot of these questions we talked about and um, unpacking our thought life. Um, And so that's what I love. Like I'm passionate about helping women do that. And so I have like an action plan. It's a thought renewal action plan, and it just helps you kind of unpack the circumstances you're in and maybe some of the thoughts that align with that. And that you can find at myremarkablethoughts.com. 
So that's an easier URL to go to. <laughs> and then just pop your email in there and you'll get that right away. I do also have something I put together for your listeners, and you can put that in the show notes. Yeah. But it's a workbook that helps you unpack this specific season that you're in. So this season of transition. Mm. And it has a lot of those really intentional questions to ask yourself, and you can journal on the workbook itself through that so that you can really identify what your specific roots are because they're different for everyone. We do tend to deal with the same things, but there's going to be different reasons. And so whether that's, you know, your life experiences, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, so those are two things that you can grab. And again, that's myremarkablethoughts.com. And that's the action plan for general identifying specific, you know, thought renewal process from a biblical perspective. So taking thoughts captive, renewing them in Christ, and rooting them in true biblical foundation instead of whatever the world may tell you. Fantastic. I love it. I'm going to download them right here, right now. <laughs> we will have those. I will have those in the show notes. So you can go there, but if you missed it and you can't catch it with the rewind, I will have it in the show notes. You can just click those and get those downloadables and really dig in deeper into the season of transition because, you know, we're going to have them over and over in life. And as you had said, Misty, like, you know, it's just practice each time and each time you're going to get it down a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And, you know, just think how much wiser we will be you know 20 years from now if we continue to go through these steps and ask those questions yeah and if you ever need someone to come alongside you that's what I am passionate about doing with clients because it helps to have someone looking from the outside in because we don't see those things a lot of times so that's where the one-on-one -on -one coaching comes in and you can contact me through any of those avenues or freebies and get intentional and uh, strategic and there's a lot of accountability. So if you're done, if you're done dealing with some of these things, that's where I come in. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, what a what a blessing to have you on and just thank you for your knowledge and your heart and just authenticity with this. So thank you so much. Just really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for allowing me the privilege to just come alongside Sisters in Christ. Absolutely. Thank you. Congratulations to saying yes to yourself. Fill it up your cup, feed in your soul. If you want more, head over to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the goodies mentioned in today's podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep you faith-inspired. <laughs>